and welcome back to Wow 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 the Spice Rack. Anybody? One oh six point nine. The dick. All right. Anyway. <laughs> Anybody remember? <laughs> Radio. <laughs> so that was your disclaimer about explicit content. Uh, yeah. If you don't want to hear about that, then maybe don't listen to this. I feel like I've exposed us well enough. So if you are clicking away right now, more power Fair. to you. <laughs> Second disclaimer that we have is if you have not read Nodded by Pam Godwin and you want to read it without experiencing spoilers, hit pause, hit pausa, go read it and come on back now. Yep. Today... Oh, I didn't even realize the accent was uh, a foreshadowing. Mm -hmm. We are going to be experiencing the first of our cowboy series, which I am so excited about. But, you know, I'm the only one. It's okay. So we will be reading all three books in this standalone series by Pam Godwin. So next week, Ren will be reading Buckled and I will be reading Booted. So, yeah, today we're joined by our special guest, Ren's Bronchitis. Mm -hmm. Thank you. We call her Mona. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for having me. <laughs> it's a real pleasure. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's get into it. All right. So... The story, there's four main characters. And listen, disclaimer, this one has sexual assault, um, coercion, rape. So if this is not your... They got it all. Yeah. If it's not your cup of tea, then click off now. Join us for the next one. Yeah. Because it... <sighs> listen, rape is the one of the tropes that I absolutely cannot stand, and I'm prefacing the whole episode with this, I cannot stand it. I cannot stand when they use uh, the assault of a woman as motivation for characters. Um, and listen, I understand that there's times and stories that need to be told. And when they're done well and in full sensitivity to the readers that are reading it or may fall into reading it, as I did because I didn't read the description well enough, um, I think it can be done tastefully and educated. I don't think this is one example of that. So we'll start there. Yeah, so this review is more like a rant for me. So buckle in because it's about to get, it's about to get complicated. Okay. So the four main characters are Jake and Jarrett Holston and Lorne and Connor. Connor is a girl. Um, Cassidy. They all live on the same ranch owned by their mothers who both died tragically. I believe it was a, an, a car accident. They died together. The ranch goes off to their dads. Their dads don't actually own it. Lorne and Connor own it. Like own the property. The dads own the business, the ranch business. Um, and so it starts off, Lorne is 18. Uh, Connor and this is all applicable. I know it's a little bit slow, but Lorne and Jared and Jake are all 17. Um, they're going off because Th Connor and their throughout children. Throughout the whole book? Or no, 
but a good right bit now. of it. Okay. okay. Right now. Um, it's like, how old is Connor? Connor's 17. Jared and Jake are twins. So they're 17. Lauren is just turned 18. Okay. I missed the Connor and part. So Jake and Connor are seeing each other, but they kind of have to do it in secret because the dads don't like it. They all live on the ranch. It's like an 18,000 18, 18,000? 8,000 square foot ranch home that they kind of live on opposite ends of. And the dads are raising the kids together. It's already a weird situation, but that is a situation, right? But they don't want Connor, obviously Connor and Jake to be together. So they go to this ravine out in the backwoods. We're in Oklahoma. They go to it in a sand dust is the name of the town. There's 419 people or something like that. So they go to this ravine. And they are basically sneaking away. Jared and Lauren are like lookouts. And then Connor and Jake get to sneak off. This is like the weirdest family dynamic already. I keep forgetting that Connor is a girl. Yeah, it took me a minute too. And I was like, yeah. is it Lauren or Lauren? No, Lauren. L-O-R-N-E. That's the most country ass name <laughs> what the hell yeah it is okay so go ahead. okay so they're riding on a horse together she's behind him and this is like page two he said to think okay this is a quote to think i jerked off twice before i headed out a lot of good that did me if i bust up before i get inside her i'll never forgive myself they're virgins by the way never had sex yet twice yeah not well, sure if that's an actual you know thing. What they but... say. I don't. But no, what what do they say? Young, dumb, oh. full of cum. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they said. That's what they said. That's that's what they said. I so, hate that. Okay. So he if you want to get into his mental state, give me a moment. I've got another quote. He <sighs> says, I've waited years, fantasizing and wanting. I wanted her. When her kisses made me stutter. I wanted her when my dick started hardening in my hand. I wanted her when her boobs grew and dark hair spread under my arms. I really wanted her when I discovered porn and watched all the licking, sucking, pounding, filthy ways I could want her. <laughs> so uh, I'm a little what, grossed out. Like I'm I don't a, I'm a like lot this. of grossed out. You're a I'm child, a lot of gro- bro. I don't like that. That I don't like that. It. You're a child, and we're we're writing about a child like this. Hold on, you're telling me a 17 year old boy is like, you know what? Let's do some licking and sucking. Appa- I mean, apparently, I don't know. I don't. Not gonna happen. Not gonna happen. No. The maturity level is through the floor. Well, and the thing about it too is that, like, a 17 year old, to my knowledge, would be thinking about only himself not what he's like gonna do to her yeah exactly that's not what a 17 year old boy is like thinking he's thinking what do i get out of this and porn is not given like consideration okay like we're not thoughtful with porn we're just railing into each other okay so it's already gross because they're (laughs) teenagers we're not talking about adults singing about each other we're talking about okay okay but we're like consenting we're not in a weird it's not my favorite statutory i understand it's not my favorite it's not cute like we don't need to go into this much detail 
We're fine. We get it. You're ho- when you say 17 year old boy, do you need any more detail? We know. Oh, we yeah. You can just know. say like, I was 17 once and then yeah. move on. <laughs> yeah. I was 17 and my dick got hard. We get it. <laughs> Whoa. Wow. You're riding the bus and it just happens. Right. Okay. Like it's, we don't need all the detail. It's just not for me. Okay. So then they're sort of like, they're in the ravine. They're like making out, you know, and quote, she tastes and looks sinfully erotic, but there's an alluring innocence about her. If she only knew all the depraved ways I've imagined defiling her body. I don't want to go slow. I want to tear her open with ruthless oh. thrust. I want to hold her down and fuck her mouth. I want to tie her up and fuck her ass. I want to take her places I can't even let myself think about because it scares the hell out of me. I won't hurt her though, not during our first time, but someday. Bro. Uh, my be- note, my note is like get this kid a therapist period so there's not that's a 17 year old on earth that's thinking about tying a girl down and fucking her ass period period it he doesn't be happen scared. yeah he would see the booty hole and immediately splooge on it you're not <laughs> yeah. near that thing dude he would not you're know not- what to do the atoms aren't gonna touch the They're amount not. of men grown men that don't know what to do with it you know what I mean? Like, and you're like, going to tell listen, me. Okay, the booty hole is one thing, but like, there's no way that this kid is like, I'm going to, she's so erotic. 17 year olds don't know what erotic means. No, no. Thank you. Ooh. So I'm already, I'm already out of it. I'm going to give you another one. He says there's something undeniably arousing. <laughs> there's <laughs> There's something undeniably arousing about bondage. It touches me deeply, stirring secret and decent thoughts like nothing else. Mm. I said, my note is weird. You're 17. <laughs> weird. That's real weird. That's real the only weird. Bondage weird this to... kid has seen is on the dark web while he was fucking <laughs> around and finding yeah. out. Yeah. And he got scared and shut it all down before he got caught. Oh <laughs> like, my god! He, felt, he had to take what a shower. What kind of unfettered un? There's some two guys show up with ski masks, and she's tied up. Oh no! And so they come up, and they start. They have the two other boys, oh. and they've got guns. End of oh, chapter one. Oh no. So it's not the looking whole, good. That's not looking the good. The entire second chapter is a rape scene. <gasps> oh so my me, god. Oh my the entire, second chapter. The entire fucking sep- second chapter is a rape scene. And I cannot tell you how infuriating I was. Uh, infuriated I was. I can't even talk. I I couldn't ask for believe. long sex scenes. This isn't what I meant. Not this is not and okay, so. You're reading a sex scene about a 17-year-old girl getting raped. And mm. it's just the absolute, it's so grotesque. There's so much detail. Oh, that is just it. I don't know. I don't know why people want to do that. You what could have said purpose? she got right. You could have just they found her later and implied it. You don't, especially with kids underage. I don't think this is something that you should do. Yeah. This is not a plot point to be carrying on, but I digress because I'm yes. going to rip this shit to shreds. Oh so my 
God. Okay. It's, yeah. So it's still in Jake's. Let me just. It's still in Jake's point of view. Um. He says when she's already when she's literally getting raped. Oh, he's seeing man. it. Yeah, he's seeing it. His thoughts are all I can do is watch. I enjoy every cheated moment with her, but I can't feel her pain. Not physical agony. I can't take that from her. I can't protect her. And I just thought, way to think about yourself. Yeah, what do you? What the fuck? All I can do about you and endure every moment. Like he's cheated. Cheated. Never mind. I'm about to get on my little soapbox, dude. Like, listen, I was so mad, and so it keeps on going. And um, can we? He says chapter three. (laughs) yeah I know hold on I'm just this is just for impact he says I don't know how we'll come back from this it's worse than the worst thing I've ever experienced worse than the stillbirth from our prize winning cow worse than the fire that destroyed our 30 stall mare barn worse than the rattlesnake bite that almost killed me maybe worse than the car accident that took our mothers but none of that none of us remember that the comparison oh, oh my, my god, god. it's Our giving average. his worst his worst experience yeah he doesn't know how he's gonna come back from this yeah i said you could have oh. left out the first three examples yeah so they escape the bonds that they're all in lauren and jake kill one of the guys that was there and they capture the other guy oh all right one of these dudes is gonna fucking do something let's go so um but they shoot at ranch hand's son because it's kind of getting it's dusk it's getting dark they didn't see him um and so they all make a blood pact when they're all kind of back together they make a blood pact slit their hands open and shake on it i guess and say that they're going to come back for this guy because he's going to obviously just go through the system. But there's some some things in this chapter that I was just like, what? Okay, so her perspective to me is also really skewed and it's weird that the author did it like this. But she said, so Jared's standing with her while Lauren and Jake are off, like trying to find the other guy. And she goes, he says, Jesus. And then she says, Jake is fuck. He's not going to get over that. That's what Jared's saying, that he's not going to get over the fact that she was raped. And then she's thinking, Jake was supposed to be my first, my one and only. I know more tormented. My shoulders weigh a ton with it. So she's feeling guilty. What? what? She's wow. feeling guilty because she's not, he's not going to be her first anymore. And oh. I thought that's what you're thinking about after you just have been violently raped. Well, listen, let the victim maybe. feel the way that they feel. And like, I mean, the maybe author but... is perpetuating this really negative, like, let's put it on the author instead of the victim, right? Of right, like, exactly. Writing the victim's mindset this way because other people are going to read this and internalize that. I just and don't know where the up. sensitivity writers were. I don't. I don't know where they were. I don't. Uh, know they were with they the publicist, um, yeah, or the publisher, getting absolutely crunked out of their mind to where the book cover didn't fit on the book that they physically printed. But I yeah. digress. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so then uh Lauren goes to prison for 10 years for manslaughter and is huh? awaiting tra- Yeah, because he killed the ranch hand. 
Oh, he oh, killed oh, the okay. other guy in self defense because Ain't the guy was like coming she? towards him. Lauren. Lauren is the is Connor's brother. So he's an eighteen year old. So he's tried for manslaughter as an adult. Girl, no, it's a guy. <laughs> Connor's <laughs> the only girl. <laughs> Oh my god that's why i asked if it was lauren because i thought for oh well okay. oh, uh, lauren's an old school fine. unisex name as well so um so connor's dad um sells his share of the ranch to uh jared and jake's dad and then moves her to chicago which she hates everyone's super devastated so because that was her and lauren's uh their what do you call it their inheritance and now he sold it away so i'll tell you what i'm not chilling out in oklahoma in the panhandle for you to get graped again for some inheritance right but she's devastated because she loves jake and they're supposed to be together forever and all this oh right 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 she loves the guy that's not gonna love her anymore because because she of lost her virginity and something uh, and violent yeah great it's fine so after two years in chicago connor turns 18 buys a motorcycle her dad becomes a violent drunk uh and they have essentially abandoned her like jake and jared no longer talk to her their dad makes them uh makes them change their numbers so she has no connection she cannot go back so she spent two years in Chicago going to high school and she's gotten into veterinary school at OSU or Oklahoma State University and um she's bought a motorcycle and is going back right before she leaves her dad figures it out and then like violently beats her leaving bruises all over but oh he doesn't my know my god yeah but he doesn't know that she has um a spare key and then she um this author was like let's add a little bit of spice <laughs> yeah so she t- takes off for the night back to to oklahoma now i'm sick of it yeah I'm sick of it so after returning to sand bank, bank oklahoma she finds out that connor did not i mean jake did not in fact wait for her Uh-oh. and she catches surprise yeah. to fucking prize men being men right so she arrives and finds Jake with another girl named Sarah Gillies. She says, not alone with fingers stroking bare skin, sheets tangled around joined bodies, feminine blonde curls fanning his pillow. Wait. Um, okay. Did she walk so into she, his room? Yeah. Like, yeah. how did she get here? Well, she knocked, she drove up with her motorcycle. She knocked on the door and then was like, listen, this is my house too. So she walks in because nobody locks the doors apparently. And she hears music playing in his room. So she walks back to his room and finds them together. And then even, never mind. Sarah leaves. And Sarah's like, I had no idea about you. And then um, how long has, how long has Connor been gone? Two years. About who? Were, like, how would she? Like, yeah, like, what do you mean like, I didn't know about Oh my about god, you. I'll have you know that I'm the girl that he used to well, hang she, out with all the time. And Sarah's like, exactly. oh, sure, my bad. I'd be like, kiss his hands, bitch. This is my boyfriend. Yeah, well, Sarah's gracious and is like, didn't know about you and leaves. And then Connor goes in his room. And, you trying to say I'm not nothing? gracious? Listen. <laughs> so, <laughs> you'd be too embarrassed. So, uh, 
So she goes to kind of ransack his room. room. She's made him like this leather bracelet that she learned in like, I don't know, some class at school. And instead of like talking it out, she's ransacking his room. She had emailed all of them just in case it worked out. She emailed their their old email accounts and was like, don't know if you know, but I'm coming home. So then she knocks over a box full of letters that's written in brown uh, glitter ink, which is she bought a, a, a pen to write specifically to him. So she knows she's he's been getting all of her mail and how much she loved him and thought they would be together forever and so evidence that he knew all along she gets a set leaves a little bracelet that she she wanted to give him and leaves and he's like fuck you dude and then she goes yeah so she goes and she leaves contemplates suicide but then decides not to do it over girl you have so much going oh my god He's right. just a guy. Literally, he's just a guy. Hit him with your car. <laughs> Hit him with your car. <laughs> yeah, so. Hit him with so, a yeah, so, With I your mean, motorcycle. Please. With your motorcycle. So, yeah, so she does that, okay? But then she's like, you know what? Fuck that guy. I'm going to go prove my dad and everybody wrong that I'm not just a whore. And I'm going to, like, oh, oh. whore. What? Her dad said she was just going to end up being the town whore. And oh. so she's because like, because nah, she bro. got great. I honestly, I don't oh, know. Man. He was like, a drunk. Why? Oh, I guess so. He was a drunk. So it was like, well, Goodness. okay. Man, I do not want to read this next book. This author is yeah, awful. I feel like we're getting so like, I feel like we're getting caught in the weeds, but there's nothing else to do. There's so many weeds. I can't avoid them. This dude yeah, no. is the worst. Oh, it gets it gets even worse. No, just wait. Don't you think tell he's a shithead now? Oh, just wait. Oh man. All right, let's do this. So, thing. so by the end of the eighth chapter, we find out that the dads were in a dirty ranch dealing. Someone was hired to kill Lorne and Connor to get their um, what do you call it? Their land, because uh-huh. eventually you find out that it it is full of oil and natural gas. Oh, so, well, of course. So um, they the boys hatched a plan the and they were like, we're going to um, isolate her and ignore her for her protection because no one's seen a movie. No one at this point in their life at like what now we're like 19. No one's seen a movie where this does not go wrong. No logic. No None common sense no nothing is available for these people yeah which if you're a cowboy i mean so she had a horse let me tell you the worst part she had a horse when she was back when she goes back to visit there was a horse she called ketchup and uh jake tells her it's dead so (gasps) she leaves (gasps) oh it's not is it Ketchup isn't dead, is he? So, so she leaves. And when she leaves, (sighs) that's what she's so upset about. Like her dad's a drunk who beats her. Her brother is in prison for 10 years. Her boyfriend and like, like a brother, you know, are ignoring her, don't want her around. So she's just like, my God, where's my place? So she gets a handyman job at a motel where she's living near the college. College. Okay. She visits Lauren in prison, who kind of is like indifferent to her 
kind of says I miss you, but don't come and visit me. So she's like, cool. Um, And then that's when she finds out from Lauren that their dad uh, died, choked on his own vomit um, back in Chicago. Oh my God. You know what? Good riddance. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he, there was no redeeming quality in that man. She's at OSU for a while. She's at, and she attends these field parties, which mean? I mean, they all go into a big field and they play music and drink. And I don't know if this is a real thing. I lived close to Oklahoma, but I never remember anything like this going on. If you're in Oklahoma or Texas, please let me know if field parties are real. Um, but there's a barn. There's a barn. Oh, no. And it's dark. Nobody knows who you are. You just go in with randos and like make out. What? And so she goes in a barn and makes out and has sex with a rando in the barn in the dark. She can't see him. He's got like a ball cap on. His little hair is flipping out. He's wearing like boat shoes. Like he's just not jake that's that was her thinking the whole time you're not jake but you're good enough and so after that she goes to a tattoo parlor parlor and is like i'm going to i want to get tattoos full sleeves so she does you you can't do that yeah well the guy is like it's gonna take a while and she's like i've got years because she's gonna be a bit like my first tattoo is gonna be jake on my forehead yeah yeah (laughs) please please so on my booty hole yeah so she ends up three years later dating a guy named miles young um it is close to the release date of her rapist and she's already decided she's gonna go back and kill him period so she's been waiting so she's been waiting um, she's dating this guy, Miles Young. He's a professor who was pursuing her while while she was his student. But then afterwards, he pursued her for a year, and then they got together. And she finds him in class, uh, in the classroom, and he's got another girl there. And Kendra oh, is her name. You man. find out later. And he's got his hand up her skirt. Her her thing is men cheat. That's what they do. My thought, my note is bold, given this is the first time she witnesses a man cheating, really. Because can we that's, say, that's fair. It's like, oh, all men cheat. You've had one boyfriend. Like, and how do you know what cheat all on men you. do? Yeah. yeah. Like, that's my thing is like the assumption here and the inference is that Jake cheated on her with this right. other girl. It's like, no, Miss Ma'am, like you're telling me one out of the two men you've been with cheat on you. And so all, all men, men cheat. cheat, which I wouldn't disagree, but I'll let it slide. No, but it's it's a weird, it's a very bold statement. It's for a, somebody yeah, has for no experience, her. real expand. Yeah. It's just a weird choice for the author. This is not yeah, really yeah. going toward, none of this is like about the character. It's really about like a commentary on the author. Like uh, none of this makes it's not good writing. Mm-hmm, I said mm-hmm. it. I said it. Okay. So then we find out she goes home after catching her hands and uh, she puts on a little uh, porn. Okay. And it's a snuff film. It's, what? it's a snuff film. What is that? Woman mean? Get trigger <gasps> warning. It's oh, where a woman I don't need to know. 
What? What? Man. And she would pause and play and pause and play and pause and play because she was controlling the woman's pain and she was getting off on it. Boy, howdy. What the fuck? My note is. Don't like this. My note is my knowledge of rape and what it does to you mentally is limited. But this is gratuitous and needless, in my opinion. Yeah, Mm -hmm. this, unless this was a legitimate commentary on sexual assault and what it does to a person right. you do not need to include you, this is supposed this, to be fun we were supposed a- to be having a good time <laughs> and now i'm upset and i'm worried for all women of the world because there's a little bit of truth in every story so there are people out there that struggle with this and this author is just using it as like a fun little woohoo let's drop it in there for fucking shock value give me a break dude give me a yeah. huge fucking break give me yeah. break me off a piece of that Kit Kat bar give me a fucking break also we're gonna have to put trigger warnings in the description in the description because, yeah because it's yeah we just went right out the gate with this shit but anyway continue. yeah yeah um so she her boyfriend gets home miles gets home and she um confronts him and he's like i love you i don't want to be with anybody else it was a weak moment and she's like listen Never i'm heard going back before. to yeah wow uh so <laughs> she says i'm going back to sandbank uh, uh i got stuff to do there i'll be back in a few weeks okay this is where it gets wild to me she gets a sandbank she goes to a bar these girls are sitting at a bar and they're like talking mad shit loud enough saying how they had been with jake and how he hadn't been one of them's like he made me orgasm 17 times there's absolutely no way the fact is she didn't come once (laughs) (laughs) yeah not even once that dude was on that left lip bruh yeah come on baby come on Come on, <laughs> bring it on home. Broke me in. Oh, oh my god. god. So so uh she like reads him for filth. Okay. She's just like, listen, oh, you shit. can have that little shit. I don't care. Nothing. She was like, I'd have to be interested. So cool. he became the town hoe. Is yeah. what happened. And you know what? Yeah. Jake mm. sees her motorcycle because we're now seeing like the bar scene from his point of, of view. Mm. He said, is she pacing anxious or does she prevent herself from feeling things even when she's alone? She thinks her emotions are incognito, but she doesn't fool me. I see through the standoffish exterior beneath the wounds and fractures and deep inside the nucleus of her soul. I know her blueprint. The mitochondria of her soul. Yeah. The intricate complex (laughs) design of her. My beautiful girl is still in there kicking and spitting to break free and i'm gonna help her do this my note is ooh, oh no. i cannot stand this shit kicking like, and spitting like a painted mare oh my listen, <laughs> Come on, I girl. Have no reference oh my god then she gives him the cold shoulder he's he's telling jared well jared's telling him that when she walked out of the bar he was sitting over there by her motorcycle and she gave him the cold shoulder and then jake says he asked Jake, what did you say to her? Jake says, she ran into some of my mistakes. Ah, did you take care of it? They won't antagonize her again, he says. Before I left the Big Sugar, the bar, I made sure every leaky mouth in the joint understood that Connor Cassidy is here to stay with me. 
it'll take more time and infallible finesse to make Connor understand that. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my Gag God. We're me. not done. With the spoon, please. I'm going to throw Let's... up. This is so dumb. I hate this so much. <laughs> right. Wait, wait, we're not done. So then later him and Jared are talking and Jared says, remember that time we locked her in the tack room? Jared glances at me, rubbing his jaw. When the coyotes got past the fencing and killed all their calves. I remember. I narrowed my eyes. She banged on that door for hours while we helped dad clean up the slaughter. She was only what? Six? Seven? We didn't want her to see the carnage or know what happened. But God, I can still hear her crying to get out. She didn't understand why we locked her up. Didn't know we were just trying to protect her. He thumbs his ears and his face tightens. Sometimes I think we shouldn't have made that decision for her. Yeah. No shit, Sherlock. Oh my God. Fucking idiot. Locks a six or seven year old. <laughs> I, 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 um, speechless. I have no words. Like, imagine preparing your child to be locked away and their free will taken away from them for the rest of their life. Like, no wonder she's so fucked up. Yeah. Poor before thing. even the rape, we, she's been like clearly abused. Or controlled. So what when she the comes actual in, hell is going on over there? Oh, it gets worse. Is- so, what? so okay, it gets worse. <laughs> oh, just wait, just wait. So she comes out of the bar, right? Or like, and she, he's like, "You're coming to the ranch with us," and she's like, "No." And then she says, "I'm not going." He says, "She's so damn feisty. She could start an argument in an empty house." I'm about to wrestle and get rowdy with her but we're not doing it here. I give Jared a nod, then I lunge. My chest collides with her, my hands cover her but gasp, and I pin her against the door, restraining her with my weight. My note is, are you fucking for real right now? You're gonna do this to a rape victim? You're gonna assault a rape victim? victim. Really? You're gonna assault an assault victim? What the fuck, men? I I hate it here. One word review, men. I hate it here so much. Men written by a woman. It's a man written by a woman. Expect the worst. Expect. I can't. So they get her in the car. Okay. And he's like, listen, you're going to stay with us. You're safe only with me. And then he's like, he's saying that he's got a lot to tell her, but he can't say it all. Like and so what? all the times you fucked other girls while she was gone. And now you're going to say that oh, th- that meant nothing to me. You're, they were mistakes. Shut the fuck up, dude. And, and, and how disrespectful to the women that you fucked in the meantime, how yeah. fucking disrespectful My mistakes. That you would right, coerce them into going home and sleeping with you, which of course they had free will. So they chose to do it. Right. I'm not saying they didn't choose to do it. I'm also saying that you chose to do this and now all of a sudden they're mistakes that's such fucking bullshit and i hate that type of dude in books too the person who's like everyone that i slept with in between the time that by the way we were broken up and not communicating were mistakes just to make her feel better you're gonna cut another woman down to make me feel better that's That's not absolute no yeah, because exactly. what's going to happen is when you move on to the next bitch, you're going to say the same fucking thing about me. Cheaters cheat. If somebody has cheated mm-hmm. with you on their girlfriend, they're going to cheat on you 
with someone, with someone else. else. Yeah, clearly. So they get to her his driveway and he's like, do you still play the guitar? No, she doesn't anymore. She's just trying not to like live in the past or whatever. So we're and small then, talking now after. And then okay. he. Yeah. Okay. No, no, no. Wait, hold on for a second. Y'all going to like lose your shit. So he asks her if she misses a guitar. She stares out the passenger's window. I don't let myself miss it. I let that settle into the space between us. Then I push forward. You never let yourself accept what happened in the ravine or with your dad in Chicago. Oh, another thing. Back up a little bit. He he does something and like hits her sides that are extremely bruised from where her dad like had beat her earlier. Like when she first had come to the ranch, he he makes her pull her shirt up. He's like, do it or I'm pulling it up myself. And I'm just like, what? Are you fucking kidding me? Okay, so so back to disaster. This is so. So so he goes, you never let yourself accept what happened in Chicago or in the ravine. She says, stop looking for shit that isn't there. I'm not broken. He says, he's not saying that. She says, she didn't need to be fixed. And then he said, he says, tell me what happened on your 16th birthday. The rape. That's what he's talking about. It says, I researched prolonged exposure therapy. The more she talks about her trauma, the less her memories will upset her. I said, so he's a Google therapist now? He's a Google therapist now. This man in this book is forcing therapy on her for the rest of the book. No. What? I'm, listen, I'm not, I'm not. Dude, how fucking far into this book are we? Yeah, because we're about halfway. Um, oh my god cut. this episode's <laughs> over dude <laughs> dude i'm gonna fly through a couple of things um she she laughs at the fact she goes how much time did you spend online and he gets upset with her and slams giving, i'm gonna and abuse sl- you too and slams the brake on so she like jerks forward he brake checked her yeah yeah oh my god and then he goes he says um he's got secrets he goes i could unload it all on you right now full disclosure but if i did that i'd lose my leverage he said she goes leverage for what what here we go your obedience oh man i hold i hold up a hand when she starts to interrupt i'm going to peel away your walls piece by piece using my method for every sub session you submit to i'll answer more questions Ew. i don't oh think my this, is God. The, this is so terrible this is so terrible yeah this is, oh my god oh fuck i want to get on a a hate train right now and just rant about this so he takes her like the next day or like maybe that night. I can't remember. It doesn't matter. It's all fucked. So he takes her. She's she's like she's like deathly allergic to poison ivy. So he tells her to take her pants off. Doesn't tell her what's going on. They're going into a grove where he beforehand put a jiggly like log for her to a stump to stand on. And so it's surrounded by poison ivy. And she just has to hold on to a branch. And he keeps her there, slaps her ass a couple of times, keeps her there until she talks about her trauma. This is like torture. This isn't sexy. 
This is not, no. listen, I haven't gotten to, where's the spice in this book? It's nowhere. This is just like trauma and, and torture and manipulation and yeah. like abuse. But just mind fucking yeah. this girl so bad. Literally. And oh she's so God. messed up. I feel like I've aged 10 years. It's awful. And this in is- order to get her to the Grove, he admits no. that ketchup isn't dead. <gasps> he's also and they a liar. Get that. Up. And to get to the Grove, he's not going to ride his horse. They have to ride together. Where she's like, behind him and has to hold on to him how gross dude oh my god this is ridiculous yeah then i'm like i don't even want to give this air time like i'm so frustrated about i don't know i know this is gonna be the one that i'm this is so crazy so bad i like feel shitty for buying a book from this person yeah yeah then um, while she's on the, the log where she can only balance a, a surrounded with poison ivy that could send her to the hospital, he calls Miles because he's had a private invest. He's uh, he's been he's been sneaking around following her. And when he can't, he hires a private investigator to follow around and has photos of Miles cheating on her with this chick, Kendra. And then he calls Miles. Miles picks up the phone. He's like, hello. And then Jake mouths to her end it and she says no thank god because i would have lost it this man is deranged literally he is unstable unstable what is sexy about in lunacy i don't know i don't know i don't think there's much at all nothing is sexy yeah and the only reason the only reason i'm going through this is because i'm giving evidence to how bad it is like yeah. because this isn't me just making it up there's so many points and listen if you go on goodreads there are a lot of people who enjoy this book they love it i know oh, no so many people had great reviews about this yeah what the hell what is wrong yeah. with people i so oh hold on yeah. it's gonna get bad so wait, it hasn't been bad. So Miles shows up the next day. Thank and God. Jake, Jake took her phone and texted him that it was over. And that's why she well, that he needs to come to the ranch because he they had to talk and essentially started the big breakup process because he wanted her to himself. Yeah. Um, so he works. shows up. Then when Miles is like, I'm not leaving. Jake comes out and beats him a little bit and is Whoa. like, I'm going to send somebody to, to pick up her clothes and um, you're going to let it happen. And don't ever talk to her again because I can get you fired from the university. And you're not going to F with her and her degree because I can get you fired for having sex uh, with your students. Miles leaves and they get, he said, they start kissing right? And they make out. And then he tells her, I'll give you a few seconds to be single. He bends, he bends his knees, putting his face in mine, but don't get used to it. So I, okay. Yeah. The silence is so loud. We're almost, we're almost done y'all. We're almost done. Oh my God. Thanks for bearing with us. So then he says, well, you're single now. So, um, you're going to be sleeping in my bed. You're going to be sleeping in my bed and you don't have a choice. 
we're going to literally, let's see. Um, I stand in front of her and clasp my hands behind my back. I'm sleeping in, I'm sleeping in here going forward with you. That's the deal. Another bargain for information. Oh. Um, I'm going to sleep in here with you and stay on at your side because that's what you need. And that's what I want. Quote unquote. I said, Y'all, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. I'm oh, like so mad. That's my, my God. Is like, shut the fuck up. Okay. So he, she wants to know how he lost his virginity. Oh, he says, why is like this? Yeah. I, you know, I'm all said, that, that's, you have more important things to worry about. Yeah. That's, that's the information she's trading for sleeping in his bed. Ugh. He said, I lost my virginity at a field party. I wet my lips in a barn. It was dark and got awful loud. The rowdy crowd and music, dot, dot, dot. Who do you think, she, who do you think he was with? No. He put a wig on, a hat on, Ooh. and dressed and waxed his beard. This is a psycho bullshit. Wax? Waxed his beard. Which, listen, I worked at a wax place. Shout out European Wax Center. And waxing a man's beard is not the move because they oftentimes have several in one life. Yeah. 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 It'll tear their face apart. And so for this man to wax his beard, so there's no stubble when they're making out. So, but he was stalking her. I'm sorry, monitoring her for her safety. <laughs> and, so, and so he got it in and let her go. And the funny thing is what she has some triggers. Fuck. Yeah. And she has triggers like you can't hold her wrist and you can't be on her back. Like none of that. She starts like having panic attacks. And so he, this guy in the barn, mystery guy, somehow knew that. And I listen, I knew it was him from the get-go. Wow. That's so messed yeah. up. He says later in the chapter, I'm pursuing it with single-minded focus. And I will do things. Oh, he tells her this. Hold on. I cleaned up the shit storm and made it safer for you to be here than anywhere else. That means I'm not just letting myself hope for a future with you. I'm pursuing it with single-minded focus. And I will do things, jealous things, to sabotage your chances with any other man. My note is, what an absolute lunatic. Yes. This man is insane. This This man is insane. This is the most toxic thing to be a part of <laughs> wow unhealthy uh, mentally physically psychologically emotionally yeah. spiritually I mean, the, yeah <laughs> sexually Whatever. so many levels that are so it's wrong. so bad i'm gonna just fly through a couple of more examples because i think we're all done but um he is in the car with her. They're going to St. Lauren, which is a like two or three hour car drive. And um, on the way back, he holds her wrist and forces her, forces her to face it. And she's thankful in the end. Oh my God. This homemade the therapy oh, bullshit. This I is cannot. The, ab- the absolute no. Google 
therapist shit. Okay. And then they get, they get into the house and they're like, they're going to actually have sex. And he gets on her back and she says, no, absolutely not. No, butt stuff. That's a no for me. That's an absolute no for me. I think it's the the word she used. And he He puts his, he ignores it, puts his thumb halfway up her ass and essentially makes her deal with it. So he assaults her. Yo, this again. is assault. This is not sexy. This is it, not nice. Nothing this about this is the- not. Th- this is not sex. Like this is great. This is, yeah. This is this yeah. sexual assault. Yeah. So I'll I'll summarize. Uh, they end up killing the guy when he her rapist when he comes out. They've been killing all the people involved in the dirty. Yeah, they should kill Jake. I'm. You know, so Please. they kill, they've killed everybody else associated with it, ran off the dad who's, uh, the, and they took the, the business from him and Lauren and Connor, the only, the ones who own the land, they kicked everybody else who was God. fracking and doing oil stuff. And now they live at the ranch all together. Um, and it kind of like, like talks about characters from the next book, but if y'all don't want to read Pam Godwin, I a hundred percent support not reading the following books because wow. listen, I'm the most forgiving person. Like I'm, I'm an author myself. Like I, well, I'm a writer myself and I try, I understand how hard it is to write well and to write engaging characters, but this was, I couldn't find anything redeeming this wasn't sexy because it was all manipulation and coercion of a victim. And it just absolutely blew my mind that anybody, and I'm not here to yuck your yum. I'm genuinely, genuinely, if you read this book and you found some redeeming quality, leave me a comment on Instagram because I can't find one. I can't find I have one- to hear somebody's argument for what about this is attractive to them yeah. and that you would find to be a trait that you would want in a partner. And I'm not talking about a one-time sexual partner. I'm talking about love a of your long-term life. serious relationship partner that you're going to be with for the rest of your life and be happy with for the rest of your life. You will not find one and you're not going to convince me that this is cute or sexy or attractive or protective or manly or chivalrous or respectful in any way. And I'm on a soapbox now. I don't care. Listen, I'm here to yuck your yum if your yum is fucking rape. Okay? Yeah. Period. Yeah. Period. This author is... like just absolutely twisting the perspective and mindset of a victim into this needy little girl that needs to be saved and protected by someone and that's the absolute last thing that you should portray a victim as in a book like this yeah this is just absolute trash literature and you guys want to ban books about bulls because it promotes violence but you're not going to ban this book that like promotes sexual assault be so incredibly for real i yeah 
I like I want to return my book like I'm yeah, so I definitely don't want to support this. this author in any way absolutely not leads to the fact of like why would I even want to post this this episode to get her name out there I don't know and maybe right. it's to let people know like this is what you're up for and I guess if like sexual assault is your kink then go for it I don't yeah. know after I'm- after the snuff film situation, which I understand like that rape can really change somebody's brain, you know, like that it can, it can yeah, make that's you a trauma response, you know, but to you, to use that, to, to use, use that it, in yeah. a, in a literature like that to, as again, potentially spicy scene, it's supposed to be a spicy mm. scene about her masturbating. Mm. And I mm-hmm. just literally was like, I cannot, I cannot believe I was so mad. I hate read through the rest of it. And I was like, I just, like, I could, like, I'm going to burn this book. Listen, the <laughs> reason I want to post this episode is so that I can put on Instagram in the caption, don't read this book. This book yeah, is awful. Like, do you want to hear awful. discourse about three grown women talking about how shitty this book is because it's treating women in the wrong way and portraying people in the wrong light? Go ahead and listen. Have a great time. This book is I didn't even read it. It's trash. It belongs it's trash. in the trash. It's trash. And look, it it takes a lot for me because like I said, like I'm trying to find the redeeming quality that I didn't go into this thinking, okay, because I know, listen, we all, there are books that that deal with rape and like these sensitive situations and um, done well. It can be, it can be educating. It can be like, it can be done sensitively. It can be done beautifully. But this is not the case. This is all exploitative. Exploitative. Yeah. 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 Listen, I, I mean, to we, say, that's that, what it was. Yeah. Go ahead. She doesn't um, portray the victim as like like someone who becomes strong from it. She portrays the victim as someone who continues to be weak and then continues to be manipulated by someone throughout the entire book. And then also treated incredibly disrespectfully and poorly as a as a which let's not mince words here this does happen to people in real life at a writer yeah go ahead sorry you like froze but oh sorry I just I feel like it just don't use shock just be a better writer if you're gonna put stuff out there about this like don't utilize the shock value to to get you know people people's attention just do better it's this is not yeah. great yeah, yeah it, and- it was disgusting and the, yeah. and it's like you said like it's this idea that like there were moments when she was away from him that like she was going to college and she was like going to get her doctorate and be a veterinarian but she kept going back to sand bank or whatever it is and it was like nobody else could help her except for this google therapist that supposedly yeah. loved her, but essentially like exposure, exposure therapied her without her consent at yeah. first. Like eventually she consented, but she was is on the really or in the car. Or is it just being like manipulated? No, manipulated she was coerced. Into this. She couldn't, like, she couldn't I... get off the stump. She couldn't get out of the car. At one point he ties her over a saddle on a fence until she writes out her feelings in a notebook. 
if I knew an individual that this was happening to, I would have this person arrested. I would call the police. I would be like, you should not be on the streets. This person's mentally unstable and they're treating an individual like this. Like, yeah, what what? a fucking lunatic. Yeah. Yeah. And And like, let's be clear. Like I mentioned earlier, this is something that happens to people in real life. So like Mm -hmm. when, when we say like, this could have been written better and she could have been strong, you know, instead of being weak throughout the entire book. Like that's not even like as a victim, don't feel bad for continuing to be manipulated because that's what this person was built to do. The issue with this book is that the author thinks that this is literature right. and this is mm-hmm. something that is kinky and fun and that they should spread this type of literature out to people who are in a very vulnerable place Mm -hmm. especially younger people who may get their hands on this book and think like myself like all of us that this was just a fun little cowboy romance book and we were going to have a good kiki and laugh about it because it would be goofy like and there's no warnings at the beginning exactly this is showing people that this is normal and going on good goodreads and seeing that there are good reviews is convincing people that this is normal and kinky and that men can treat you this way men cannot treat you this way they should not be Mm -hmm. treating you this way that is not a good i'm like i i have not been in an abusive relationship before and i have been a second degree of a an abusive relationship and everything that is happening in this book it was a red flag like way at the beginning when this guy started saying that this person couldn't text their male friends because he was trying to protect her from them trying to assault her or what and making up these stories because he's trying to separate you from your friends like this starts way before what the fuck this guy was doing in this book. Like this is disturbing to me. I'm like deeply disturbed. I thought this was going to be a fun little time. And here no, I am. And, and listen, I, I've been, I've been texting y'all. Like I'm going to rip this to shit. I thought like, you were like, you know, they like, like there was a knife in the booty hole, like Den of Vipers. <laughs> like, I thought this was no, going to be like, I would have loved it. Moment. I would have loved it if it was silly, goofy booty things, but it was, it wasn't. We need shirts that say silly, goofy booty things. Silly, goofy booty things. <laughs> but yeah, like, I'm so sorry that this is what I'm bringing to the table, no, but listen, I do think that know. like, yeah. Which points I mean, even further to my point, like we had no idea. And now we're yeah. reading this and we're supporting this author because people are posting this shit on Goodreads and saying that like, oh, this is so good. Like Jake is so hot. What the fuck? What about right, because, this? And, and here's the thing, like there's like, this is definitely, if we need any kind of like toxic masculinity example, getting us out of the head of like a guy opening the door, it's not toxic. This is toxic masculinity. Mm-hmm. Like if you watch Yellowstone, which lots of women love Rip, on who is the oh rip is kind of the worst he's the worst he's quintessentially the but listen rip all day compared to jay people fucking love love rip and listen i i love rip i won't lie but i take rip i take rip over jake because you know what rip does he still lets beth do whatever the fuck she wants period he puts his foot down sometimes but i mean it's an agreement you always Listen, see that being Beth tied is to agreement. a saddle and draped over a fence and maybe being spanked sounds kind of hot. 
But doing that as a manipulative tactic to get someone to open up about a sexual assault that they experienced, which by the way, was at like your fucking hands too. I don't I, like, yeah. I understand that he was underage. Was he tied up too? No. She so he just fucking up. sat there. Well, oh no, no, no. He would, he, no, no, he was tied up, but, and he could see her and he was, was he all tied happening. up? Like he wasn't yeah, fighting he was, for his life. He was trying to get out of it. Him and Jarrett were trying to get out of it. And I think Lauren was knocked out, but they were trying to get out of it. I believe the knots were loose. He could have totally gotten out. (laughs) Listen, it's such a garbage. It's such a garbage garbage book. I don't recommend it. In fact, if you bought it, burn it because mine's going into or the, send tonight's it back fire. for a full refund. Yeah. Listen, I already wrote in it, so I'm not. Yeah, fair enough. To... Fair enough. But like, but you know, for other people who maybe for y'all, that's y'all what I'm definitely gonna be doing that shit. Like, yeah, it's not, absolutely. I'm not participating with this author. Oh, but this they... is crazy. <laughs> yeah. So that's it, y'all. Um, that's my book don't buy another it. one bites the dust Jeez. listen wow. and you know me I'm, what a journey I'm like, and you know like i'm always like oh yeah i didn't like it but yeah go ahead and read it no no oh, yeah you're you're the poster child of like oh you know i hated it but you should try it out try it out don't but this Literally, if do you not. You are a listener, and you feel the need to support an author like this. Stop listening. Don't come back. I'm please. gonna say it. Yeah. Don't come back. I don't want you in my Thank DMs. You. I don't want you we in my follower count. I don't want you in my comments. No way. This well, is listen, not I do want you in my you. comments so I can have some discourse with you because I'm interested to hear about the people that think that this is hot. But don't support. Who me. are you? Who, Who are, are you, you that thinks this is hot? Who are you Listen, I'm pulling it up on Goodreads because now I have to know. I'm like curious there's, because I mean, if you go on there, there's like there's so many people who are like, this is so sexy. Pam did a you know, yeah. did a good one. It's like, no, she didn't. No, she did not. This is 3.99 stars. Right? Oh my God. This was not my favorite Pam Godwin. There is no Pam Godwin that could be a favorite. No, I mean, I just like. Oh my God. Yeah. So I, after I read it, I went to the um, four stars out of 8,000. 112 ratings and 1302 reviews oh my god insane three stars sadly this is not my favorite pam godwin but still Uh, three stars not three stars crazy two stars he slept with nearly every woman in their town while waiting for the heroine and she went through one of the worst things that can ever happen to anyone. Instead of being true, a true hero by waiting for her, he became a sex expert in her absence. This is a review. Gross. Oh, man. Okay. I need to go have a strong glass of an alcoholic <laughs> beverage after this because, listen, you guys know this. I've read like over 100 books in the last 12 months. 
probably 15 or 20 of those were spicy books and some of those were dark romances den of vipers is like a fucking five-star book as far as i'm concerned because there wasn't any sexual assault against someone's consent in that book at least there were no children being raped dudes yeah and they didn't rape anybody Oh, it's just forget it anyway so all right y'all have a great fucking week and you know what we're gonna see you for the next one and we're gonna have a we're not sure what it's gonna be we're yeah, gonna have a cutesy cowboy like... romance this time <laughs> i want yeah. to I, I was hoping like you know maybe i could get digged down on a horse i don't know but mm-hmm. this and surprisingly no there was no horse surprising horse happened. No. there was none of it it was like <laughs> poor ketchup <laughs> poor ketchup didn't even see any action right he lied on my man's name oh and no then he didn't let him see any action disgusting yeah. literally the most disappointing book of, my, of probably my entire life and i read my Lolita. life yeah <laughs> you know Lolita. he at least oh spoiler alert he at least dies in the end he does yeah oh no he dies wait in lolita yeah oh 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 no 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 no. jake and her live happily ever after oh (sighs) there's no happily ever he saved he saved her he saved her so oh listen if i see that cheeky motherfucker All right. Anyway, thanks for listening. We're sorry if we traumatized you. We're definitely going to put we're yeah, I'm going to put trigger warnings in the Instagram caption. Guys, you know, this this one makes me sad because we didn't really have like a great time. We weren't laughing. We weren't having a good time. And you know what? This is the price we pay. This, they can't all be winners. Books. They can't. And you know all what? Be if one person listens to us and like doesn't read this book, then my job is done. Okay. Right. Like honestly, I don't listen. Wanna, if uh, one like, person I, reads this book and is like, "This guy kind of treats me like crap that I'm in a relationship in right now," you, maybe they're right. Yeah. If my you are identifying, if your if your spouse or boyfriend or whatever, uh, you read this book and and you're identifying behaviors that are similar or the same um get out get all the way out of that yeah. relationship it's because never too late it's toxic no it's never too late oh my god but yeah so sorry about uh this but you know, you know what at least um it was warning. worth it it was yeah. worth it for being able to say what we said about this so yeah um so, yeah pam godwin i hope Fuck you, you bitch. never see another penis in your life <laughs> <laughs> I hope you stub your toe so hard you lose your toenail. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I hope you step on a fucking Lego with the pointy side up. Oh. Every day of your life. Every day. Oh my God. I hope every time you get in the bathtub, it's fucking tepid water, bro. <laughs> I anyway, hope when you're boiling noodles, it fucking boils over every time. I hope you get every red light every time you go anywhere. Unless you're not in a hurry and you want a red light. And then I hope you fucking get a green light, bitch. (laughs) Every time. I hope every time you step outside, you immediately start to experience seasonal allergies. (laughs) I hope you never make it to the bathroom. (laughs) I hope there's never toilet paper when you need it. (laughs) Ha <laughs> ha.
I hope that your side of the pillow is always fucking hot. (laughs) All right. We will talk to you all later. Thanks for listening. Thanks for sticking with us if you've made it to this point. And we'll see you next time. And Pam Godwin, I hope it fucking rains the next time you wash your car, bitch. (laughs) Bye. 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 Bye.